Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your host, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week? Well, Tyler, this week is kind of like any other week for me, you know? We got some news to talk about here, but for me, it's a little lackluster. Oh, oh you're, you're not chilling in the cold weather? Okay. <laughs> no, okay. not at the moment. Well... You are right. We do got some news this week. Um, coming out, it's kind of weird how they're doing it this year. But hey, every year, I guess, it's got to do something different. So the nominees are out for a show that's just under two months away. Yep. So uh, they're clearly giving everyone time to watch these films. But we got the official nominees. They changed it up with the rules again this year. Shock. Uh, best Picture is a lot solid. 10 films, not this. Uh, depending on voting, we'll do seven or nine. It's 10. That has to be 10. We got our 10. We got our best actors, actresses, director. So I think obviously we should just start off with the biggest one, obviously, best picture. I'm not going to list yeah. off every single movie here, but I will say right now, there's no big surprises, at least for me. I don't, sorry. The biggest surprise for me would be Nightmare Alley squeaking in that nominee yeah i can see it uh, um and the reason for that is up until now you know the, the baftas and all the other awards nightmare alley was getting a little love but it was never getting best picture love so yeah now well, i do wonder if this was a, cut down to eight dry year. yeah well i think this year is pretty solid i think this year is kind of better than last year to be fair most movies didn't release last year so you know, you know yeah you had no mad lad win, it's winning it's a low bar it is a low bar. But hey, look, I mean, from the ones I've watched so far, Dune is fantastic. Oh, Nightmare yeah. Alley is fantastic. Licorice Pizza is pretty good. I keep hearing good things about Belfast. Uh, it's just a good story overall. Yeah, I mean, I know it's on your list to watch. It's on my list to watch for the Oscars. I want to get a... I've been hearing a lot of good things about that as well. Uh, I got to watch West Side Story. I got to try and watch Drive My Car somehow. Uh, it's only in 100 theaters around America. So, <laughs> well, start your car. Let's get going. Now, the analysts are predicting so far, based on the previous awards up until this point, that The Power of the Dog is the front runner to win Best Picture. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. To be honest with you, I don't know too much about the film. Mm -hmm. I know it's got a solid cast. For it's sure. got a solid cast, and as someone who's watched the film, it's uh, it's okay, it's okay, and we're not going to do any spoilers here for any of the films. But um, you think it doesn't deserve to be up there? No, I can see why it's up there. There are some great performances in there. We'll get that in a few minutes. There is some good cinematography. However, I, I can see why it's nominated. I just don't think it should win. Like my issue is, is like if it wins over you know, Nightmare Alley or Dune, I have an issue. Now, I consider it better than Don't Look Up, which was also nominated. Like, I'm not completely biased against it. But. Yeah, I was, I was a little shocked that Don't Look Up is actually on here. Um, Are you that surprised, though? It's got the solid cast. It's got star power. And if you think about it, and I'm not trying to paint, you know, all Hollywood super liberals, it is kind of making fun of climate deniers for two hours straight. Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not. It's not a subtle film. Oh no, no, no! It's. It, I mean, it, it's a solid. It's 
It's as subtle as a fucking elephant just running through. Yeah, you, you go with that. I, I prefer, you know, Bull and China Shop. But yeah, I, I mean, it, it's a decent movie. I, I don't know. It just didn't really do anything for me personally. Because, um, you know, climate change isn't a thing. Just just kidding. But no, I, I feel like none of the performances really wowed me. Like, I've seen better performances from everybody in that cast. Well, funny enough, let's move on to the acting nominees. Uh, it looks like the Academy agrees with you because for all the acting nominees, not one from uh, Don't Look Up. Yeah. So I, I agree. I can understand that. Now, I think... I think what's going to be a tough category is Best Actor. Uh, Denzel Washington, Will Smith, Andrew Garfield, Benedict Cumberbatch, and Javier Bardem. Current frontrunners, apparently, Benedict Cumberbatch. You know, someone who's watched Tragedy and Macbeth, Denzel Washington put on, a, you know, another classic performance. And I know we both haven't seen Tick, Tick, Boom, partially because it's a musical, but I've been hearing Andrew Garfield killed it in that role. I mean, I believe it. He's, he's a great uh, actor. Like, look, look yeah. any one of them get it. He kind of looked over a lot throughout the years. Honestly, the, the only, I would only be upset if Will Smith got the award. If anyone else gets it, I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely understand that. I mean, granted, the, like I haven't seen being the Ricardos, but I know Javier Bardem kills it. You give him a role, he'll do just knocks it out of the park. So I, it definitely is a, a strong year for actors and roles they did i kind of hope denzel gets it though okay see that's kind of the thing though for me it's like like the power of the dog i wasn't the biggest fan of the film but i can't deny benedict cumberbatch killed it in his role and the multiple layers he had to his character so, but denzel was really good in macbeth as well and you might think well it's just it's just another telling of macbeth and it's done really well like like, this is the version of Macbeth high school teachers will be showing for the next 20 years. It's fair enough, because the last version of Macbeth I watched wasn't that good. Yeah, well, this so one's it, a lot better. I believe it. Once again, star stack cast. A tale as old as time, you could say. Uh, yeah, exactly. So before we get into, like, the biggest surprises, snubs, or whatever, just going through some of the smaller awards here, you know, we got Best Original Screenplay, Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, uh, Licorice Pizza, Worst Person in the World. Now, Worst Person in the World was not on my radar at all until last week. So I'm not going to say anything good or bad about the film. I barely even knew it existed. Mike, I feel it's the same for you, right? It is a foreign film, too. So kind of like driving my car, it just kind of creeped up on us. That is accurate. For Best Original Screenplay, I mean... I mean, I've only seen two of the five here. I'd have to pick Licorice Pizza right now, but you know, we both still got to see Belfast. So yeah, but don't look up though. It's okay. Maybe it reads better on paper, but it's still not as good as The Big Short, which I think it is Adam McKay's best work, and it still is. Like this doesn't top that. Yeah. All right. So let's get into some overall facts. So, uh, here's an actual fun fact. With West, uh, well, no, that's not a fun fact. That's that that's get your tissues out fact. Judy Dench is the third oldest acting nominee 
at 87 years old. Jesus. Steven Spielberg has been nominated for Best Director in six different decades. Huh. With West Side that Story now. And he is one of the four people to receive over eight nominations total in Lifetime. So very small crowd right there. Very small club. And so, yeah, that's like the fun facts. Obviously, you know, let's get it over with. Uh, we were kind of hoping last time in Soho we get a technical nominee, music or production, costumes. Nope, nothing. Not a uh, Edgar Wright will not even be invited this year. It's just, it's not right, man. It's unfair. And, you know, it, it's still a sin that Baby Driver didn't get it. Didn't get it. Yeah. I, I feel like they owe him one. Well, it, if they're going by they owe him one, he'll get his in like 30 years. That's the point. Yeah, how, um, how long did Gary Oldman have to wait? It's a very good point. I also think uh, Suicide Squad also got nothing, which, to be fair, the only two I expected uh, from that was costume or visual effects. It got neither. I, I, could, I could maybe see visual effects. I don't think I agree with costumes. There's nothing like groundbreaking costume design this time around. Because like, you can't really say anything about, you know, King Shark. He's a CGI shark. There's really no... Does that count as costume design? Was was Killer Croc all makeup? Yeah. Okay. That was practical effects. Okay, fair so enough. Like, then. Okay. I, I understand the first Suicide Squad being. You mean a cat? You mean Academy Award winning Suicide Squad? Yes, that one. That one. Um, I can understand that be, just because there they did a lot of crazy things with costumes on, makeup effects, stuff like that. This movie didn't really do that. So I get that. Okay. Definitely not best original screenplay or script or anything like that worthy. I mean, hey, movie. Look, or is it an Oscar movie? No. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, Logan getting like adapted screenplay, while it was very nice, that's the outlier in superhero films. Correct. And but you can't even, you can't compare Logan to Suicide Squad. You're know, Logan's a lot. To like, horses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like there's like a legit movie movie where Suicide Squad is it's a it's a fun movie to watch. It, it it's a summer blockbuster and it does it well. Yeah. That's what it is. Um I think the weirdest thing though coming out of this, Dune gets nominated, 10 nominees, and uh director Dennis Villeneuve gets no best director nod. Yeah, that was a little weird. I think I think he's not getting it just because no one understands enemy. I think they're still caught up on that. <laughs> but the, I but thought yeah, they nominated you know, him for Arrival. So, like, if they can understand Arrival and nominate him, I think Dune's pretty straightforward. It is. It definitely know. is. Who knows? Maybe they're, maybe they're saving for part two. Makes sense because they know part two is now in production. It's like, well, you know, if, if you don't mess up the next one, we got you. So you're saying he messed this one up? No, I guess assuming the second one is as good as the first one, they'll give him the nominee. So let me ask you this, because you might know. Okay. If we're talking about directors here, mm-hmm. do you think Paul Thomas Anderson deserves it for Licorice Pizza? Because he's done some pretty outstanding films. Now, he has. It's going to be tough, because I'm looking at Best Directors right here. We have director for, I'm not going to pronounce all the names to Take forever, but we got director for Belfast, Drive My Car, Paul Thomas Kenneth Anderson, Flickers Pizza, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. I've only seen two of the five films. So 
right now, if I was to compare Licorice Pizza to Power of the Dog, yes, I'd give it to Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay. But I hear, you know, Steve Spielberg with West Side Story. He, uh, he, he's done it better than the original. You know, one of the rare cases where the remake is better than the original. That's almost unheard of in Hollywood. But I haven't seen it. And then obviously Belfast and Drive My Car. Now, I didn't know Paul Thomas Anderson. He's never won for Best Director, has he? He's been nominated. Yeah. But he never won. Correct. You think so he'd win for uh, There Will Be Blood? I think that'd be. Yeah. Because huh. that was a critically acclaimed movie. Everyone loved that movie. Yeah. No. I mean, he'll, he'll get in... his at some point. He's had so many noms. He's got it. He, he's starting to get up at the top of the list where he's like, he, he's owed one. Yeah. So here's a funny thought. If Belfast wins, that means the director of the first Thor is an Oscar-winning director. I mean, you say that like it's a bad thing. Good point. I mean, Marvel I, Studios I like already is... has an Oscar award winner directing a, a film of theirs with Eternals. Yeah. So he'd just be the second one. I think this is uh, Kenneth Brown's first time being nominated, if I'm not mistaken. See, no, so you have to frame it differently. The bad guy in Tenet is an Oscar award winner. <laughs> For directing. With, with the uh, not great Russian accent. Yeah. But hey, look, I, I watched it in IMAX, so I could only hear half of what anyone was saying. Yeah, it makes sense. He is the world's greatest detective and also an Oscar winning director. I wonder if, what's that new one coming out that he's doing? The uh, Death on a Nile? Yeah. I wonder if that's going to get anything. Yeah, reviews aren't too great yeah. on that. So I'm going to go on a limb and say after that. Last time I checked, it was having around a 62 on Rotten Tomatoes. So, you know, take that as you will. Yeah, I don't know what people are really expecting from that, though. Well, I mean, if you look at his past few movies, he's very hot and cold. Like, he did Belfast, right? But then before yeah. that, he made Artemis Fowl for Disney which was critically panned and pushed to Disney+. Plus. So you have that, which by all critics is a terrible movie, makes a smash hit, critics love Belfast, and now an okay movie with Death on the Nile. Which means though his next movie though is going to be fantastic, so we'll see. Well, I'll have you know, man, he also directed the live-action Cinderella. Which, while I have not seen it, I have heard is one of the better live-action remakes. That's what I've heard online, that Everyone loves it. Like, it's obviously, and like, no one's like, you know, boasting of it and talking that, you know, it's people don't talk yeah. about it, but when they do, it's like, ah, eh, it's up there. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I thought Beauty and the Beast was all right. Aladdin was good. Lion King was a lot of time. Yeah, I'm one of those crazy people that think it's better than the original for Lion King, but, you know, come at me, people. Come at me. You're fucking high. You're high, pal. But anyway, yeah, I, I think directing is going to be an interesting one to watch. Almost, yeah, for me, almost as much as best actor. I mean, people are thinking it's going to be Jane Chapman for Power of the Dog. Uh, she's kind of like falling under that, like she's kind of do kind of thing as well, like with Paul Thomas yeah. Anderson. So, I don't think it's going to be Spielberg. I, I don't. Yeah, probably not for West Side Story too. Yeah, well, but yeah, I, 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 I wonder if he's going to win the uh, the best animated feature film. Best animated feature film we got. Um, see, at this point, yeah, animated feature film over half of it's it, Disney. It's not even fair. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I wonder who's gonna win it. Because either way, Disney's gonna win. I mean, right in the last dragon, Luca. I, like, I've seen Encanto and Luca, so I've seen two of the five. 
if either Encanto or Luca wins, I'm fine with it. They're both good Disney movies. I guess Luca is Pixar, but yeah, I mean, that that, that category only popped off when Spider-Man won, you know? Yeah, because I feel like it's pretty much Disney every year. Well, they always have two studios. They have their in-house one, they have Pixar, so every year you got at least two movies being nominated. Increases their chance of success. It, it does. You know, when, when the Japanese films, gonna, animated films, going to you know, get some recognition. Uh, Probably never. I know. You could be waiting a while. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, I guess before we finish up, uh, best supporting actor. You think J.K. Simmons gets it? Hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, he's not. He's not going to get it. I don't think he, he would either. You have Jesse Plemons and Cody Smith McPhee from Power of the Dog, both of them from the same film. But I do wonder since they're both from the same film, is that going to split the votes? It could. Now, from what I heard, is it's ranked choice voting, so you can pick like your first, second, and third and all that. But, you know, this could be a path for J.K. Simmons to come out, out of the woods. As like, the, like if everyone agrees he's the second best, but everyone mixes up the first between the other two, that's how he gets it. That, hmm. that, that, see, supporting actor, that's going to be a category to watch. Yeah, because there could be a lot of movement. Mm-hmm. Like no one cares about the being Ricardo's film itself, but the CJK Simmons winning Oscar is going to be would be nice to see. But I'll tell you from watching Power of the Dog, uh, Cody Smith McPhee put in a great performance. Jesse Plemons, eh, I have more of an issue with it where they took his character than him. I mean, first half, great performance, but yeah, that's not that's not his fault. Maybe he was working with what he was given. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to work with much when you're not on screen. But anyway, I'm again gonna keep it spoiler free. <laughs> and I, I assume you know, best song. I mean, that's just gonna be no time to die rant. I, I guess it could be. Well, let's see. We have a song from King Richard, a song from Encanto, but it's not the popular one on the charts right now, it's a different one because for some reason Disney submitted that one. A song from Belfast and a song from Four Good Days. I think this is this is Billie Eilish and No Time to Die's to lose, really. Yeah. It also helped. The song came out before the movie was delayed. So we've had two years of people listening to this song. Yeah, that means, you know, it'll be an Oscar winning James Bond film as well. Yes, I mean, who knows? Maybe it'll also win. Uh, was it Best Sound? Sa- uh, was it Sound Editing? Yeah, Best Sound. Best Sound. Oh, yeah. They, they mixed the two sound categories into one. Clearly because of Baby Driver and the... Uh... Don't bring it up. Look, it's Oscars. I gotta bring it up. How, like, how does sound mixing and sound editing, if they're too different, how does Dunkirk win both? How does that work? Fuck Dunkirk. And it's like that, that's just offensive that, that it won sound mixing. You couldn't understand dialogue in the film because of it. You can't give it an award for something it failed at. See, that, that Oscar. Only enabled him for the sound mixing for Tenet. It enabled him. It's just, you owe my boy Edgar Wright. You owe him. Do the right thing. Do the right thing, Oscar. <laughs> fucking do it. All right, all right. I don't care. I don't care if he makes the next fucking Barney remake. That shit better fucking be nominated. Anyway. Gritty Barney drama remake. Oh, that, that's talking. potential right there. 
Let's not get too much on a tangent. No. What we have we a good show coming up is... in two months. Uh, they're going back. They're not doing this table set up last year with the pandemic. They're going back in the Dolby Theater. They're going to get a proper show. They're bringing back hosts. Maybe we'll get a couple jokes. Uh, better selection of movies. I'm looking forward to the Oscars this year. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to watch and see how everything shapes up. But as always, we would like to know, what are your personal picks for the Oscar? What do you think of their choices? And who do you think is going to win Best Actor, Best Director, Best Actress? Let us know your thoughts. As always, feel free to contact us on Entertainment Expansion. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Thank you for listening.